0: Welcome to Prepare to Care podcast. We're tackling caregiving issues and offering you free information, free tools, and free resources to help you and your family along your caregiving journey. Caring for someone with Alzheimer's and dementia can cause emotional, spiritual, and undue stress. From dealing with the diagnosis to caring for your loved one on a daily basis, Uh, caregivers oftentimes find themselves looking for help. AARP Texas and the organization Caregiver Wellness Retreat know there's a huge need to help those caring for someone with this debilitating disease, which is why they've teamed up to bring you a caregiving series devoted to help you uh, get your life back. Melissa Smith, who founded the organization is with us to offer easy to do mindfulness tools and easy techniques caregivers uh, need that can help them throughout the day. Ms. Smith, thank you for joining us today. My pleasure. Let's start. Tell us how the caregiver wellness retreat began.
1: Well, we started actually, um gosh, almost eight years ago now. My father was a full-time caregiver for his wife, my stepmom, Marcy, and she had early onset. So watching him care for her for really more than a decade on his own before asking for any additional help or receiving um, you know full full care services. And watching the toll that it took on him really spurred me to want to do something specifically for caregivers as a preventative tool rather than, you know, after the fact or after the burnout. A lot of times I will say we find caregivers in the middle of their journey um, or even nearing the end of their journey and they often ask, where were you? So (laughs) I'm hoping that more caregivers find us early on in their stage of caregiving and Goodness, if you're not a caregiver now, you you know, it, the, the chances are you will likely become one. So this opportunity for us to offer these wellness experiences and, of course, pre-COVID, we had in-person retreats there just outside of Houston and Fulcher, Texas.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And now, of course, with with everything online. Uh, still being a little cautious of, of in-person, we've been able to provide all of these with amazing speakers and amazing resources, all at no cost. So we are really honored to be partnering with AARP to present some mindfulness tools for caregivers.
0: Great, Great. Do you see that there is any special group or population that needs these kinds of services the most?
1: Actually, I would say we all need it. You know, whether you're caregiving right at this moment, or you're going to be a future caregiver, perhaps even caregiving for, you know, both ends of the generations. Mm -hmm. I know, uh, I, I certainly am. I have um, my father and my mother and many other people that I long distance care for at the moment. And then I also have uh, still a teenager at home. <laughs> so there's, you know, a lot of this sandwich caregiving, there really isn't anyone that I can think of that would not benefit from these mindfulness tools. And I, I love that now more education is toward emotional regulation as our, as our, the younger generation is coming out of school. They have a few more mental health and wellness tools available to them. But a lot of us really didn't get that background and that foundation. And I think it's so critical um, that we have just the beginning, at least awareness of, of what mindfulness is and what it has to offer us all of us.
0: I think part of the challenge has been with an older generation. They felt like they did it. They had to take care of their loved one. Mm -hmm. They didn't need help. And certainly, um, some of the resources were not there yeah. during that period of time, so they did it did fall on them almost hundred percent.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, dealing with someone suffering from Alzheimer's or dementia can be daunting, and you just mentioned that. What do you think can help those caring for these individuals the most? Mm,
1: that's such a wonderful question. There's a tremendous amount of. M- ambiguous loss with Alzheimer's. So it is this kind of daily change and progression of the disease that you see in your, in, in your loved one or the individual that you're caring for, whether you're a paid caregiver or whether you oversee caregiving that someone else is doing. There's so many different ways to, to experience caregiving and one isn't lesser than another And I think it is so important for us to to take a a pause to really understand the stressors and the demands that, that, that caregivers of Alzheimer's and other dementia are facing because it's different from caregiving for, let's say for example, someone who is experiencing cancer or experiencing a different kind of disease where the brain isn't regressing. And so with that regression, there is a whole new set of tools and a whole new set of opportunities for us to learn how to communicate with someone who has dementia. And and most importantly, there is this element of, even if they're not able to communicate back, an element of honoring and respect um, that is often really challenging uh, to continue day after day after day when you're losing um, Mm -hmm. parts, parts of their memory or parts of their experience. Mm -hmm. Um, so it's, it is, it is one of the most challenging things I think I have encountered in my life. Mm
0: -hmm. So are there some other tools and techniques that caregivers can utilize to help, you know, ease the stress of their daily duties and caregiving Mm -hmm. responsibilities?
1: Absolutely. I would love to actually, if we can take up just a moment to take a breath together, <laughs> a little experiential right okay. now. Uh, okay. Yeah, okay. Let's do that so you can get a little flavor of some of the things that we've been experiencing. So we've already done two mindfulness sessions in this series, and you can you can access the recordings when you when you actually sign up for future sessions, um, and you'll be notified of those recordings. You can go back, so it's just not like you've missed anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can still participate. But to give you kind of a little sampling, let's just do a really short um, example now. So however you are listening to this right now is perfect. If you are driving, do not close your eyes. (laughs) If you are in front of an electronic, um, then you can just simply take your eyes either slightly off of your computer or your phone, or you can close your eyes. So either way that you feel comfortable in this moment. And noticing when you close your eyes, you take out one of the senses right away, right? So our eyes are actually the sense organ that helps us develop and cultivate a sense of safety. So at any time, if your environment is busy, you can open the eyes again and just take a low gaze. But by closing the eyes, it's a signal to the body and the brain that you want to pay attention to what's inside for a moment. And as you do that, you might even notice externally what's happening. So maybe you can start to even notice the temperature of the room. You might notice what you're touching. So whether it's your clothing or your hands are touching one another or the chair of your, um, the arm of your chair, you might just notice that. And then begin to allow your attention to drop a little bit further so you can notice the firmness of what you're sitting on. Or if you're standing, you might notice your feet. If your feet are touching the floor, notice that connection. And then a little further here, just allow yourself to just notice your breath. You don't need to change anything at all. Just notice it. If it starts to feel uncomfortable to continue to notice the breath, then go back to the external, noticing what you're touching, noticing hands and feet. And then notice what changes. Does your breath slow down? Do your shoulders drop? Does your face soften? And one more breath. When you're ready, you can bring your gaze back and open your eyes. Charlene, how do you feel?
0: Relaxed.
1: Relaxed. (laughs) Okay. Good. You know,
0: I guess we stay so busy all the time just doing stuff, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. So when you do have an opportunity to just kind of like put a pause or hold, You know, it really does make a difference.
1: It really does. I mean, that was under two minutes. Mm -hmm. And within those two minutes, your change was to feel a sense of relaxation. So physiologically, Mm -hmm. just by stopping, right? Stopping, right? right, You were able to notice a subtle change in your body. Mm -hmm. And what you actually did was you slowed your heart rate, You were able to redirect blood flow in your body to your visceral organs rather than your hands and feet because you don't need to prepare for conversation or action, right? When you're paying attention to just your body's inner workings, Mm -hmm. it can actually work a little bit better. Mm -hmm. So there's so many benefits to just hitting that pause button, even if it's just for a couple of breaths
0: well that is really something because we we live in a society where we think we always have to be doing something yeah. you know <laughs> or even at home you know you just can't sit in a chair and relax you feel like you have to do something so mm-hmm. i i appreciate that exercise um so we mentioned um that you are leading a series of events with us mm-hmm. so tell us about the series
1: yeah. So we, we we were able to do two so far. We did, uh, we've done two in February, one on mindful caregiving, just a basic introduction mm-hmm. on mindfulness. And one of the things that we covered was a really simple definition of mindfulness, which is that moment in which we become aware of something. We hit that pause button. After we hit the pause, there's a space so that we have the opportunity to either act or react. When we react, it means we're usually doing something in judgment, we're either future thinking or we're thinking in the past. But if we act, then that's a present moment. That's an opportunity for us to really make a discerning choice. And that's really what a pause does for us. So we covered a little bit of that and the recording is available. Okay. And then this week, we actually covered uh, mindfulness in terms of grief. And so we really kind of turned the lens a little bit on how we can look at grief and loss. And of course, it, it it's it's a difficult topic, but we did it from a mindfulness perspective, which I think is really refreshing and also very encouraging. So our next session is actually on March 7th. Okay. And we have two in March and two more in April. So okay. I really hope that, and Charlene, I hope you'll join us.
0: Well, I will certainly try. I mean, <laughs> this will be very beneficial um, for caregivers. You know, and it it gives some added tools that you can use um, in your caregiving journey. Absolutely, so we certainly appreciate that. So. Any last minute tips that you would like to share with our listening audience?
1: Absolutely. I think one of the most beautiful things about these tools and techniques, one, they're free. They don't cost you anything. There's not a learning curve to to doing it. And the secret to it is to practice it. So when you feel stress or anxiety, you already have a bucket of tools to pull from. So the first step is just showing up. (laughs) The second step is to learn them. And they're very, very simple. And then the third step is to practice it because you're not gonna go like, you know, driving on the highway of mindfulness without kind of playing around in the parking lot first, you know, when you first got your driver's license, right? And then you felt more and more confident and now when you're in a demanding situation when you drive, you can handle it and handle it with ease. It's the same thing as with mindfulness. It's super simple and it's completely accessible for anyone.
0: Well, Melissa, thank you for joining us and providing this very valuable information. And I'm sure many of our listening audience members will avail themselves um, to these sessions because they are of benefit you know to you um thanks again we are so glad that you were able to join us and uh, be well thank you as you go along with your caregiving um, responsibilities to sign up for caregiving series be sure to go to aarp.org houston events As always, don't forget to follow our Prepare to Care podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, or at www.aarp.org slash Houston P-T-C. You can also catch past episodes on our AARP Texas YouTube channel. Thanks for joining and listening, and thanks for caring.